Hi, it's Mike Minotti from GamesBeat. I eat Arby's and I know nothing, but these guys, they podcast and they know things. And you are listening to We Podcast and We Know Things. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 274 of We Podcast and We Know Things, where we recap all of the week's nerdy news. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me is almost always the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matura. Baseball is back, baby. I don't care how many movies get delayed or states of play suck. When baseball comes back, it's a good day. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Mario Day, March 10th, 310, Martin, and baseball is back. So we are here to talk about a ton, a ton, a ton of news today. So without further ado, let's just get into the rundown because we got so much stuff to talk about on this glorious Glorious day. Ben Simmons returned to Philly. Like March 10th will go down in infamy, my friends. Wait, wait. so I, I literally just saw this video right before we were we started recording, but he was walking to the bus to head to the stadium. All he hears, hey, Ben Simmons, you stink. Yeah, I like that we're being respectful with the booing. And you know, there's uh there was a guy who got kicked out, unfortunately, tonight for wearing a Simmons jersey with an adult diaper and a uh, bonnet. They made him change. Uh, you they know, made him you change. know, Philly, we, we got a little bit of class. They made him change. So, all right. So tonight, big show. Picks of the week to start us off. You're going to want to listen to those picks of the week. If you are generally a skipper of the pick of the week, I would hang on to your asses this week for this one. Um, particularly Sam's. I know his already, so I kept mine really low key. Because I'm excited for his. Uh, then we have trivia. Eight for me, six for Sam in our race to 11. Win by two. We'll kick it off in the TV space tonight, which I'm looking forward to because we got God of War news. Yes, that's right. Not in gaming, in TV. The final season of Better Call Saul got a trailer. The first season of Obi-Wan got a trailer. We're going to break both of those down on top of talking about Gotham PD, The Walking Dead, Peaky Blinders, and my favorite Canadian show. No, I'm not talking about Letter Kenny talking about the grassy in movies a ton of dc movies got delayed one got moved up so we'll break down all of those new dates to make sure that you can mark your calendars uh two older films got sequels and dune part two is starting to have its cast come together sam will take over in gaming where we have the state of play recap which where our top three will lie for the evening our top three favorite announcements from sony's state of play gotham knights Got a release date, and it's this year. They're Thank not God. holding it off. Thank God is right. We have pricing for the PS5 and Xbox Series X versions of Grand Theft Auto V. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise news. F-Zero news in 2022. Excited to talk about that. Fucking kick. Uh, Nintendo has delayed a big game. Forspoken has been delayed. And the House of the Dead, if you remember that cult classic light gun game, is getting a remake, and it got a release date. Before we kind of end it off with Super Mario World, which is, I'm sorry, Super Nintendo World, which is the Japanese theme park. Well, it's not going to be Japanese only for much longer. And Sam will take us home with his weekly WADA. So let's start where we customarily do. Hold on to your asses, ladies and gentlemen. It's our picks of the week. Yeah, so I figured I'd give you a heads up. I wanted this to be a pick of the week. I, I couldn't slide anything in here, but my pick of the week is Batman. I was lucky enough to see this with my girlfriend and IMAX, and I can I can say that it's unlike any Batman film we have seen before. To me, it is the most darkest, grittiest, brooding detective Batman story we've ever seen. Um, 
from I would say from 97% of the people that I've spoken to absolutely love this movie. Some now it's their favorite Batman. I'm, I'm I, I I don't know. Like, to me, it's way too early to 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 be saying it's the best. But to me, like just off that, you're in like minimum the top four minimum. Um, I think I made this post on on IG, but it, it's funny when a, a movie is <clears throat> let me see what it is 176 minutes. I truly felt Venom: Let There Be Carnage was ten times as long. And that was, uh, what, 93 minutes, I believe. Mm. The one complaint I am seeing from people is that some at points it really feels its length. So it's shocking. Also not shocking to hear that it doesn't feel its length. Okay, and to, uh, to make you feel like uh, my girlfriend, Kelly, she's just started, just watched the first four Batman with two with Keaton, Kilmer, and Clooney. And so that's all she knows of Batman. She saw this and she said this is her favorite Batman just from coming in like that. She still didn't see the bales yet, so. Um, I, 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 right now I still think the dark Knight and Batman begins is like it, it, these are like, they're different movies, but the tone of this, the way they introduce Batman, the way he's first shown, the way he's continually shown where they kind of show you, um, like the fear of Gotham and the dark and grittiness and kind of the symbol of it at his first meeting, kind of, uh, like a warning and then more, it, more, it could be something else. And it, 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 again, it's, I think it's, we, we only see Bruce Wayne nine minutes of the film if we're lucky. Like this is the most Batman we we've ever seen live action. Nice. That, that's like the one thing I ended and then the, the fighting and I, 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 I listened to quite a few people's reviews, but I feel like some people always leave out like that Batmobile scene, that whole entire thing, the sound, like it. It, like at first, I was it, it. It looks cool, but after seeing that, I'm like, oh, that's I like that way better than Zack Snyder's Justice League Batmobile. Like it's it's not even close. Like this was an absolute monster. Like it it like was a beast, like a monster. Like I'm like I I can't even explain it. Like you, to see it in IMAX, I want to go back just for that scene. Um, number one, I uh, I should have said this from the top. The music, Michael Giacchino, like th- this is brilliant. Ten out of ten score to, to re- kind of like recreate Batman, but just to build that tension. And I, I, maybe, maybe it's why I didn't feel that the movie was this long, just the kind of way that he just, the, the tone of it, just the way they captured it. And I, I, I heard people hate on like, Oh, I love Batman. I watched them forever. And it's like, but I don't know. Like to me, like this was year one in long Halloween right out of the comics. Like if you read like that, if, I mean, if you hated them two comics, then you might not like this movie, but Robert Pattinson, I I would say he shut up a lot of the haters. I, he was better than I thought he was going to be. The chemistry be- between him and Zoe was at f- fantastic. Um, Paul Dano was good as he was good as the Riddler. I felt like there, there might have been times I felt like he might have went maybe too far. Like I don't want to say he he went full. Uh, you know the movie I'm thinking of, but uh, Jeffrey Wright he he was good as as Gordon. He he's always good. Um. Colin Farrell, Jeez. I I I can't wait to see him to see more of him as Cobblepot. I, the, for the little bit we saw, I thought that was fantastic. Um, I heard people said maybe action wise, the, the last scene was thrown in with a lot of action, but I I thought for the tone and for what Riddler and everybody was trying to do, I thought everything was great. I 
it, it, it was a success. I know they said they're making a trilogy. Budget was like 185, 200 million. It made as of now, it's 310 million at the box office. Um, I, I'm, I was pleasantly surprised. I, I'm hoping for a sequel. Again, no, I would say no movie's perfect. Definitely a few very, very minor nitpicks, but I definitely want to see this movie again. It's a movie that I, I definitely can't wait to see. I, 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 I'm interested to see to hear your thoughts, Greg, because it's. We, we haven't seen a Batman movie like this. Yeah, it's it's on my short list. I cannot wait to see it. And I'm going back and forth between theatrical and waiting for HBO Max. But I'm at a point where it's like, I've stayed away from spoilers. I've muted all the words. But how am I going to just from an intrigue standpoint, stay away from this movie for another 30 days? That's just going to or 40, 40 days. Like, that's just tough. So. Oh, um my God. I mean, I, I just, don't know. I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm trying to just like I'm playing the movie in my head thinking like my like I the first look you get of him, there's how they kind of have Batman and how they have other criminals act, yeah. you know, in the dark in Gotham when, you know, when you see the bat light or something, just like the kind of like the fear that he brings. I, I just, I really felt like, you know, Matt Reeves really brought something to this movie and I understand why he was the man for the job here. Um, now, so I, I, okay, I, go. I have heard that this is Pattinson's best role and that he absolutely brings it as Batman. So I, like, there's there's so many moments where you just look at him and he's just so menacing and like the, you know again people think Pattinson and you just think people people think Twilight's like he was in so many other movies that he was fantastic and for for Batman he brought something else that I you know I, I knew that he could do it that's why I was never really worried when he was casted. Now the thing that intrigues me is I've heard people comparing Dano's performance as the Riddler not as good as Ledger but Ledger esque as it as yeah. in it can transform Dano's career and make him synonymous with the Riddler. Cause right now, when you think of Heath Ledger, you think of the Joker. That's what yeah. you think. So, 10 things I hate about you a Knight's tale. That stuff will come to mind eventually, but really they're kind of synonymous with each other. And I've heard similar things, but for you to say that he was just good, not great. I, I was surprised to hear that. I thought that there would be more glowing praise for Dano, not seeing the film myself, but coming from you. Cause you tend I mean, to like, give I, people I, the benefit of the doubt like that. I mean, I, I wasn't disappointed. Like, he, he he was great at moments, but I, I felt like there was times where he might have went a little too much, maybe too maybe maybe too much like a Heath Ledger or you know something like that. Okay, um, but if Heath Ledger's Joker never existed, and you had nothing to come kind of compare him to from a like Batman villain perspective, is that someone you would still say like try to erase the Bale movies from your mind? And is he? Does he still go over the top? I guess is what I'm oh, I know that's kind of what I'm saying. You have to say that there's like a few moments. It's a little too much, but other than that, like I was really good. Like Riddler was good. Catwoman's great. Their chemistry was fantastic. Colin Farrell definitely has as something. He's just like he's unrecognizable. Like it's mm-hmm. almost unbelievable to think you're looking like holy shit. That is <laughs> Colin Farrell. Yeah. And I, I, I'm really looking forward to the sequel. Obviously, we heard him kind of mention Court of Owls and Mr. Freeze. And um, there may or may not be a little cameo at the end. A lot of people saying it's not needed. Um, I, 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 I'm kind of like 50-50 on that. End credit scenes? It, well, they at the end of the credits, there's like, it's like a question mark. But you don't, I wouldn't say you have to say it. When, you, when you're done, just Google like end credit scene. Someone already like figured out all the riddles and, and got like what, what it's meaning. So that'll save you at least five minutes. 
So there's no like mid credits or anything like that. No. So once you see, yeah, the cameo. once you see like once the, you see yeah. the cameo. Okay. No, 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 not even the cameo. Once you see like the first end credits, like it's once the like the end of the movie is there, something's going to happen, and you should pick up on it, and then you're like, oh, that's X. Okay, got it. You know what I mean? Okay. So I heard a lot of people say, you know, 50-50, there was more scenes of this person that were cut. And, but, um, you know, other other than that, I am I was completely satisfied. I would definitely recommend go see this in IMAX. I mean, if not, it'll be in, in HBO Max in what, 30, 30 days, 34 uh, days? 46, so 40 from the time we're recording this. Oh, so it's 40, so it's, okay. A well, month, so it's a month and 10 days. So it's like mid-April. You know, oh, April, April 4, 420 might actually be the day. I'm not I sure. mean, you know, again, for a movie that was delayed twice, I'm just I'm just glad to see that people are going to actually, actually went to the theaters to support it. So like, they, they're not just supporting Marvel. They're actually supporting Marvel and DC. And, you know, we're going to get some sequels. Glad it's doing good. And hopefully we get, you know, we'll get to two more. You think it hits a billion? That's the superhero number now. That's, that's the precedent. Like, the and, Joker and, and that, hit it. I, and that's what stinks. It's it, but it, that's a shame, really. When you're like, man, if we didn't hit a billion, it's a like. I know, you, I know. It's a high. It's like, a high bar to set for something that is. It's like, oh, oh that game didn't sell forty million copies. Like, yeah, Mario you know Kart? what I mean. Like, no. so it's like to, to even say that. It's like, I mean, I I, will, I hope it does. But I I feel like it deserves. I also want to say our boy John Turturro. He he was fantastic as well. He's mm-hmm. always he's great character. He he's great in everything. But yeah, definitely check out this the Batman. You know, give it a chance. Fuck what people say. Yeah, one one more question, and then I'll move on. Shoot. Anything that you didn't care for? I like I, the only thing I didn't care for. Um, uh, what did I? Uh, it, the, I, I I wanted to see the movie again before this podcast, but I, there wasn't enough time. But I I kind of. I think it's Gordon and Batman and something happens and the way uh, he delivers this word and he just says thumb drive. And I just thought it was just so odd. It just stuck out to me. I can't and, uh, wait to see that scene now. And, and I, I and I want to go back to that. I, like, I just want to see it again for that part and the Batmobile scene because that to me like that was that was fucking awesome. And I'm like now I'm pissed I'm like man if Lego makes Lego Batmobile this like I'm going to be a sucker I'm like shit. I think I need it. Yeah. The word thumb drive was your biggest I, thumb drive. I, I would say the cameo. I don't want to say too much. Too right. much. Yeah. I don't even want to. I don't even want to hint because. Yeah. You I, know, I, so I, like, I want to be completely surprised. So to me, it's like I said enough without spoiling anything. And yeah. again, the most detective we've ever seen Batman. If, if you've read these stories, you know, year one, long Halloween, I truly think you're going to love this movie. Very cool. Very cool. So there's Sam's impressions of the Batman. When I eventually see it, we'll do our spoiler cast as we normally do for big giant movies, DC, Marvel, all that. Oh, I, I definitely want to get your thoughts on it. Yeah. So I hope to see it. You may soon. hate it. You may fucking hate it. I'm thinking next. Sa- I think this Saturday coming up as in a week from tomorrow or the next day. My wife is taking my kids out for the morning to some mommy group. And she said, oh, you can have the morning to yourself. I think I might find the earliest possible screening. Oh, shit. We only have one. Call. So there's that. Oh, <laughs> I might have to is. Uber to the movies. Oh, my God. What am I well, doing? I, I'll tell you what. I'll be a pal and I'll drop you off. Oh, my God. Now I need you to pick me up, too. <laughs> 
I'll, I'll leave you two dollars for the bus. <laughs> I ain't getting on the fucking bus. All right, uh, that was awesome. Thank you so much. That was twelve good minutes of the Batman spoiler free from Sam's perspective. Looking forward to seeing it myself, so I can share my thoughts and we can do our spoiler cast. I'm not going to try to compare to that pick of the week, so I kept my pick of the week very mellow. And it's not a game. It's not a movie. It's not a TV show. It's not a record. It's not even food, which I have been known to do sometimes. In Pokemon Legends Arceus, I am up to 29 shiny Pokemon. Um, I've Jesus. never I've never had that many in one game. Shit, I've never had like more than just a couple. And so I'm addicted to shiny hunting in this game. And I thought to myself, I don't want to lose these. And I don't want them to just sit forever on this game. What happens if my save file? What happens if whatever? You know, I don't want them to do that. And there's this app called Pokemon Home. I have it. I've had it since the day it launched. You can store 30 Pokemon in there all for free and keep them forever. Blah, 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 blah. And so I put my 29 or I'm sorry. I didn't put my 29 Chinese in because Pokemon home is not available in legends yet, but I know it will be soon. So I opened up Pokemon home and I'm like, you know, I got, I think like 15 shinies from my old games, X and Y, Sun and Moon, Sword and Shield, and Pokemon Go. Really, it's just Sword and Shield and Pokemon Go. I've never gotten a shiny in any game before Pokemon Go. Matter of fact, my first shiny ever was a Magikarp in Go. Um, so I thought to myself, what do I do? I have these fucking, I have a shiny Zapdos. I have a shiny Jinx, a shiny Gyarados, and a shiny Bayleaf, a fucking starter, just sitting in Pokemon Go. I'm never going to play that game again. And so I said, you know what? I got these shiny sitting in sword and shield. Why don't I bring them over to Pokemon home and just let them sit and I can have them forever. And then, okay, cool. So I brought over, I think it was like 15 total, something like that. 15 total between those games. And then I thought, wait a minute. What about all my legendaries that I got in sword and shield sword and shield? You know, every legendary is available in max raid dense going all the way back to the beginning of the game. And I'm like, wait, what about the mythicals? I have Mew. I have Keldeo. I have Darkrai. I have Shaman. I have all these mythicals that I'm like, these are one-time events. You can't get them again. They're gone. I don't want to fuck that up. So I was like, all right, now I have a decision to make because you can only store 30 or you can pay 20 bucks and you can store 6,000 and you can trade at will and you can do everything that you so want. So you paid the 20 bucks. Without a doubt. So my you pick of the week goes, my my pick of the week goes to the process cuz I'm going to have 29 more shinies to put in there soon. So like I had to kind of do it. Like there was yeah. no choice. And so I thought, you know what? I'm pot committed. Let me throw the 20 21 21 out there and I am going to just do it. For and Pokemon so, storage. So I <laughs> So I put all my shinies in there. So I have 15 shinies in there. My 29 in, in Legends Arceus, I can't pull yet. I have all my legendaries. Bro, I have 104 legendary Pokemon slash mythicals. Isn't it crazy that there's that many now? There's not. I have I have duplicates. Oh, so, okay, okay. Yeah, I have duplicates. Like I have like three Mewtwo's. I have mine from Let's Go. I have mine from X. And I have yours from when you played Pokemon X back Holy five shit. years ago. And you might say to yourself, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm getting there, people. I'm getting there. There's a point to this. So I have 104 legendaries. So I'm like, holy shit. Long story short. And by the way, I have 27 G-Max Pokemon from Sword and Shield that I wanted to keep as well. So I have all these like special mons. And I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? 
So I ended up since I had, I paid the money. I have the time. I spent a full night going through sword and shield and getting both my switches out and all my home stuff. I pulled out every Pokemon I had from sword and shield, both versions, because I completed a playthrough of both and I completed the Pokedex and shield. I went through let's go. uh, Let's go. Eevee. I pulled all my shit out of there. Pokemon go. I pulled out all my shinies and legendaries. I don't give a fuck about the other ones. Um, Cause you can only pull it like 10 a week. It's dumb as shit. Pokemon goes just the worst. Uh, so I have all those. And then I pulled um, sun and Oh, I'm sorry. And then that was it. So then I was like, but I'm, I n- I'm not done. I remember on the three DS, there was this thing called Pokemon bank, which was the same thing it was 2000 Pokemon five bucks a year. And you can keep all your shit. So I went in, I charged my 3DS. I went into Pokemon Bank. I plugged in Pokemon Alpha Sapphire. Or yeah, Alpha Sapphire. Because I said, I got all these legendaries in sitting in there. And I open up my game. And the save file is named Fred. It's two minutes long. No badges. One Pokemon. Oh, no. Somebody fucking overwrote my game when I, I guess maybe one, of my, one of my nephews might have played it who the hell is fred i don't know i don't know a fred i have no idea who fred is so it's not the wrong game it's definitely not it's my original copy and i'm just like whatever i'm pissed off at this point i'm just fuming so then i go to x and i'm like oh my god i got so much shit in there and then i remembered oh fuck i lent it to you to play out and then i get it back and there was a playthrough from me with only 12 pokemon but i beat the game I remember back in January, I just wanted to fuck around and beat it. So I just zoomed through it and forgot about it. Sun and moon. So I put in moon, ultra sun, X and and alpha sapphire. And I tried to get every mon that I could out of those games. Really, I did a good job with moon. I had like 295 in moon that I pulled out. So then I opened Pokemon Bank. You can transfer your Pokemon from Pokemon Bank to Pokemon Home. That's That's awesome. So I did that. I'm going through Pokemon Bank. Every Pokemon from my Alpha Sapphire and from your X playthrough is in there. Holy shit. Five years ago, without even thinking about it, I put all your Pokemon from Pokemon X and it says original trainer Sam. So all your shit was in there. And I was like, oh my God, thank you, Past Greg, for having the foresight to put those in there in case one day I lost the save data. So every every uh, legendary I was talking about, everything got it back, all of it. Your Mewtwo is my third Mewtwo, by the way. Um, so I have all of them, and I'm like, this is great. But what else can I do? So now I'm like, I have black and white, and I have black and white too, and I have the blue version, the crystal version, the silver version, all on the virtual console. So there's this thing called Poke Transporter. That acts like Pokemon Bank for your DS games. So for Gen 5. And I'm like, oh my god, I can go back and get all my legendaries from my old black and white games. So now I went back and pulled all those. So that's how I have all these legendaries. I have like triples of all these cool legendaries. How long did it take you to actually do all A full night. Like a full 8 to 12 night. It took hours, dude. Hours and hours. Because I was sorting everything. Complete dedication. Right. So at the end of the day, I have... In Pokemon Home, currently, 1,205 Pokemon being stored. Oh, my God. A lot of, you know, obviously a lot of duplicates. But when I look at my decks, my Pokedex. How many? 
How far am I away from a complete Dex? Pokemon, your room, uh, Pokedex. I am. Because you got to be close. Five away, six away. No, 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 no. Be- because, like, if I put a Blastoise in there, Pokemon Home says I don't have Squirtle and Wartortle, even though I clearly did at one point. So I have to go back and, like, fill in the other evolutions. But I have officially every single available Pokemon from Gens 1 through 8, except for nine Mythicals, eight Mythicals, maybe. That's it. So I'm, I am eight or, yeah, eight or nine away from a full Dex. I still can't believe that you, you, you even took the time to get everything. Like, that truly is... I, I just thought to myself, if I'm going to pay to bring over my shinies and my legendaries, I might as well. I got the time tonight. I might as well just do it all. And it was worth it. It was cool. So if you, okay. like me, want to bring up your shinies from old games, your, you know, your, your 3DS games just sitting there. If you want to bring it up, Pokemon Home, 16 bucks. Pokemon Bank, 5 bucks. There's 21 bucks. One-time thing. You get it for a full year. So even if you don't feel like doing it now, you can do it later. Or you can go play your old games and like fill your decks and then bring it all over. Do whatever you want to do, but it's cool because now forever I have all 1,200 of my Pokemon. And then when Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl and Legends eventually get Pokemon home, I'm going to be able to bring all those in. So I'll have 50 Shinies. And uh, when Gen 9 comes out, that'll have home capabilities. So I'll bring in all those. And I finally can do my full breathing, living decks of 1,000 Pokemon that I've always wanted to have. I just got to figure out how to get these last Mythicals and I will be all set. Oh, home stretch, brother. You got this. So there's that. Uh, so the Batman for Sam, Pokemon Home, and that experience for me. Just a very cool thing. And shout out to Pokemon Transporter for the old games, the Gen 5 stuff. So those are our picks of the week. Let's dive into trivia. I'm going to give you the question first. Let's do it. Nice and simple. Easy question tonight. Don't even got to think about it. How many Twilight movies are there? Twilight movies, they did what? One, two, three, four. Then they broke that. I'll go five. Correct. All right, good. Nice and easy tonight. I just wanted to get it out. Because I remember there was four books and the last one they broke into two. All right. And I went with a Batman question today. What writer first referred to Batman as the Dark Knight? I feel like you asked me this before. Uh, I need the answers. Okay, we have A. Frank Miller, B. Mm. Bill Finger, mm. C. Scott Snyder, D. Christopher Nolan. So, uh, go over them again, because Frank A. Miller sounds right, but I, I want to know the other ones. A. Frank Miller, B. Bill Finger, C. Scott Snyder, D. Christopher Nolan. I know it's not Nolan. I don't know who the C guy is. Finger is like the guy. I mean, he's got his own fucking movie. By the way, great documentary. Bat- Batman and Bob or something like that, or Batman and Bill. Yep, great, Batman great, and Bill and Hulu. Great documentary. Uh, so it's down to Finger and, and Miller, but I thought it was Miller. That's where my heart went first, so I'll, I'll just go with Frank Miller. Incorrect. It was Finger. 1940 Bill Finger. Yeah. Original. That doesn't shock me. Um, yeah, you know, again, it was, it was, tra- it was, I wasn't trying to be tricky too much. It was, you know, 
No, I, no, absolutely. I, I always support my boy Bill. But you are out. you are pulled back in eight to seven. Let's start in TV with a huge story. Going to hear that a lot from us tonight. Lots of big stories this episode, including our kickoff story. God of War is getting a Amazon Prime TV series. I mean, Amazon again. They just upped everyone's bill for a year for twenty bucks. So it's one forty a year. They have infinite money because everyone has Prime. They have all the money. Of course you make a God of War TV series. Is it going to star The Rock? <laughs> that, that was on one of my top threes. Remember the top rock movies? It was, it was, he was Kratos. He did what say is, he's going to star in a TV show where that's completely badass could, that he's been playing for a while. And, and, and you know he's been buddy buddies with Bezos. So what I, I really want, if he goes, it is God of War, I'm Kratos. I would be like, I told you. I, I called it. Go, listen back. I called it. So I would not be surprised if it's The Rock. I don't know that doesn't that kind of take the spotlight away from the show? Well, I mean, we got to think though. Like, are you going to see The Rock when he's going to be all in painted? He if he grows the big, you know, wear a big fake beard. Like, you're not really going to see, you know, Dwayne Johnson. Like, you might be like, holy shit, yeah, he he's going to walk like him. He's going to talk like him. Do you really want Dwayne Johnson to go, boy? <laughs> but. But know, at the same time, if he said it and then he hit you with the eyebrow, you'd be like, oh, huh. so do they go Greek? Do they go Norse? Does it is it the Kratos from 2018? Is it the Kratos that we know more from the originals? I mean, like there's a lot of answers here. Or a lot I, of questions. I, I, to be answered. I mean, if you want to make it last, of course, you want to start at the beginning. You know, you want to. You here's know, the deal. The though. I don't know, because there's a reason that Sony rebooted the franchise, not only because they were kind of over the Greek mythology and wanted to move in the north. Well, they did it all. They, they basically but, was but not. But not only that, not only that. When you move it to, well, it was always Santa Monica, but when you move it away from David Jaffe, who created the series, they wanted to get rid of David Jaffe's work and just remake this character as a total dad. Like he's a dad now. He's not a brooding, like murdering widow, widow guy or widower. And so like that does beg the question, if you were able to reboot him so successfully, why would you go backwards and go back to the old God of Wars that no offense, not many people care about to this day they don't remember him as much yeah it was popular and i'm saying the games were not good or memorable but 2018 is now the standard for what you think of when you think of god of war and ragnarok coming up so i think they would probably riff off of that especially because if sony is going to have not co-writing duty but if they're going to have oversight into this and i'm sure san uh, santa monica studios is going to be involved as well in the project why would they want to go backwards they're going to want to go with their Kratos, the Kratos that literally saved their studio, which was not in a good place before this game came out. That's my thought. I think they'll go with this Kratos. I wouldn't be shocked if they go back to Greek for a little bit. Yeah, like the first, like the first season, introduce everyone. Then the second season, like do it. Hey, do a time jump. Go to old beard son. Like hey, do it all. But I, I'm just. It was only a matter of time before they hit God of War. Yeah, I'm just very interested to see where they go with it because, like, if you go straight with the games, there's a huge spoiler at the end of the game, huge plot test. But, like, if you introduce that, we know how it ends as viewers. So, like, what can they do new that Ragnarok's not going to do? Because that's going to tie up a whole bunch of loose ends, that game. So, I'm interested to see where they go with this because. I really don't want a retelling of the games. It's the only yeah. thing, the only thing holding There's, me back. But they're, they're not going to be like, here's the game, and we're going to show you the exact same thing on the TV show. Like, but, no way. I know, but that's the only thing holding me back about The Last of Us on HBO is they are very much doing a lot of the show 
I'm sorry, a lot of the games. I, dude, I, I think we're going to love that. Like, I, I think that is, no pun, it's going to be a, like a sleeper hit, I think. <laughs> I really think we're going to love it. Uh, are you talking about Last of Us? Yeah. I, I have no doubt, but man, I just want new storylines and like things yeah. that do deviate from the game. Because if I want the game story, I'll, I'll go play the yeah. game. Exactly. So with God of War, man, I would I hope that they go 2018. I also hope that they go um, pre son, pre boy. Yeah. Uh, no, no, of course. Like I, I want to like it's gonna be maybe the mom's alive in season one. Like they or, do a prequel maybe to the game. That would yeah, be cool. That they kind of show what happens to them, and it, I'm interested to see how they how the blades of chaos are used, how they look, what's the CGI look like, because. I mean, yeah, you could do that physically, you know, with real things, but very dangerous if you're throwing things around like that. Yeah. I, overall, I I think this is going to sound funny, but I think that the Lord of the Rings franchise or series this year will tell us a lot about what we can expect for God of War. Mm. You know, mm, good from, point. Like, from like a respect of the franchise and like the care that they take. If they really treat the Lord of the Rings franchise well on TV, I think it's going to mean good things for God of War. But if this series flops... Oh, okay, hopefully they can still learn their lesson, but now they know that they were trying to get too cute or whatever. I don't know. I just think that... Well, dude, if if, if God of War has the right writers, have what, half, if not a quarter of the budget of what they threw at Lord of the Rings, I, I think they're going to be in good hands because it, it is such a beloved franchise. We've all been calling wanting a TV show or movie at, at any time we could get it. I, I think now's the time. Here's my final question on this before we move on to the Better Call Saul trailer. Uh, so for Ragnarok, Corey Barlog is not the director, Correct. but he was the director for the original. Where do you think he fits into all this? And, you know, for me, he screams producer, but you know, I was going to say consultant that that's, that's probably right. A producer slash consultant. I mean, you could, they're kind of one in the same, same thing. Yeah. Um, to a degree, maybe not executive producer, maybe just has a hand in the writing process. But I would not be shocked as the director and basically the I mean, he's the fucking feature of the Raising Kratos documentary. This is yeah. it was his baby and his project. I just wouldn't be surprised if he has a pretty darn big role in this. Yeah, I, Of course. I, and I I love the OG God of Wars. I understand there was a lot, definitely a lot of Greek stuff. But again, that, to me, that's Greek stuff is great, though. Greek storyline. Yeah. Is awesome. I love Greek mythology. It's yeah. just. It's just the games themselves never were my style. I hear you. Um, it's just I, like that. That's I like what that. I, I, it, it started for me. You know, being a kid going to toys, getting like to say you were going to toys or shit, probably Funko Land at that time. Yeah. You know, oh, oh, three, oh, four. They're probably still around. Uh, we were going to GameStops in oh, three. I don't know if Funko Land was gone yet, but we were going to GameStops. Yeah, it was probably right. It was probably right around there. Yeah. It might have been even EB Games. I don't know. Whatever was in Franklin Mills, because that's where we bought Ruby and Sapphire. Regardless. I'm excited beyond belief. This is probably 24 at the earliest, though. So we got a while absolute, to go. Absolute. Absolute. Yeah, we got a while to go. Uh, the final season of Better Call Saul got its debut trailer about two minutes long. A lot to unpack without giving away spoilers for the first five seasons. Um, I, what I, you I just feel like it's been so long since I've seen the finale of the last season. And, and it's, it's been too long. Like these 13 episodes, I, I've, I've been. I, I, it was on our list, right? Ever, wasn't it the best show of the year that year? What season five? Yeah, it was my number three, I believe. Yeah, in two thousand twenty. Yeah, it was. It was my one or two. I I loved how they ended. I cannot wait till they they tie it in 
the trailer, the, the tone. Yeah, again, the trailer, they try not to give away too much, but they show the characters. You know, we see our boy Nacho. We see Lalo. We see Gus Fring. We see our, we see our boys. But then I told, I texted you. It was like, was that Mickey Rourke at the end? It sure like, did I, look like it. I still don't know if it's him or not. It's the first thing I thought when, uh, when they pan out and you see a second person with Lalo, you're, and he has that smile. You're like, that's, that's Mickey Rourke. That's got to be Mickey Rourke. There was, I, and who I'm else look, would they have done that with to make that type of cameo? I don't know. That has to be Mickey. I'm, I'm, I'm looking. I don't see his name on like the list, so unless it's hidden for until he actually appears, but. I know, that's what I saw, and I was like, holy well, shit. Well, we'll get some trailer breakdowns on YouTube, and I'm sure that yeah. stuff will start to pop out. And, like, I'm excited for Pete Pepper's videos. He's the, he's the best Better Call Saul breakdowner out there. I love his shit on it. My wife and I, she's loving the series. We're on season three now, so we're doing our rewatch, her first watch through. So I'm definitely psyched that she loves it so much. This trailer it it does the very trailery thing where it, t- it absolutely takes lines from random parts of episodes and puts them over things that make it look like that line is being said about that scene, but it's not. I, I, I love how effective they are with that. I love that they even left the mug in the trash can facing up so you can see the hole in it. I love, you know, the fucking guy from the ATM from Breaking Bad where he gets his head on the ATM squished. He's in this trailer. Like, it's so good. The attention to detail that Peter Gould and Vince Gilligan put into everything they do. And I know this is getting ahead of myself, but now that better call Saul is coming to an end. I truly hope this isn't the end for this writing duo because I need more of their shit in my life. Yeah. I'm looking, I'm reading the quote by a uh, good right now. And he's kind of, um, he said, he said it was pretty taxing doing the, the 10 episodes a season. So he said, initially he doubted he could even do these last 13 episodes. He said the two were the 10 were crazy. He said, but executive producer, Thomas, Schnatz convinced him to go for 13. He said, and I quote, you'll know it's the last 13. You'll see the barn in the distance. You'll be like the last horse that gallops down the last bit. And we didn't see any. I don't think we saw any of Gene Talkovic in the um, I don't think we did. But but one of the posters that is currently on our story on IG, probably deleted by the time you all see this or hear this. Um, Gene Takovic is in it wearing a red or putting on a red suit. So I think we might get a full Gene episode with 13 to go. I wouldn't be shocked yeah. if like either the penultimate or maybe like even the finale is all black and white Gene Takovic and we get that end to that story because you know we are. Yeah, it's crazy. We're getting that we got the Jimmy McGill into transformation into Saul Goodman and then to fast forward to everything to Gene. Like I, I, I we, we've been all right since the first what two minutes where we actually see him in the cinema. We we we've been building to this moment to see where the hell happened to him at Breaking Bad, and that's, I, I'm I'm not even like just him. Like I'm still worried. What's Lalo gonna do? Shit, Nacho's in trouble. Gus Fring's got his shit going on with. Um, now, but now uh, there's the another. They're, they're clearly introducing another villain oh to go along God, with Lalo. I, I cannot wait to dive back into these last thirteen episodes. Uh, and the thing is, there's four years that pass from the end of this show to the beginning of Breaking Bad. This is 04 to 08 is still untold. So if they do another spinoff, they could either fill that gap, or we can kind of get an idea after the the Saul, Saul McGill piece. Fast forward, what at that point it would be like six or eight years to the Gene Talkovic storyline, and you can get all that. I'm just so excited. There's so many storylines to wrap up. Well, well, just just for when they signed up for season six, they got the 
Better Call Saul employee training video. That's new episodes, Better Call Saul, uh, a tra- training video series, which will be out with the third season. Then there's Slip and Jimmy, which, Slip and Jimmy, which is an animated spinoff series, Slip and Jimmy. This is all on AMC+. And something called Cooper's Bar, which is starring Rhea Seahorn. And that's a six-part series that is only on AMC+. It's I had no idea. It's so much content, and I'm excited because like – with Saul Goodman alone slash Jimmy McGill, that's two storylines that they have to wrap up. Yeah. Like Jimmy slash Saul and Gene and then Kim and then Nacho and then Lalo and then this new guy. And then I'm trying to think if there's even anybody else that they have to wrap up. But I mean, I mean, Mike's still in it. We can't forget Mike, Mike. But we know how Mike's Mike's story ends. So we, we literally know how he is. Yeah, we yeah. know how that ends. So but I, I always love Mike. One of the best. I mean, he makes he makes this show Better Call Saul great. But again, we're we're really going strong through the rewatch. The trailer was, what did I say to you? Absurdly good. Um, it was just a phenomenal trailer. I'll, I'll be honest, I, I liked it more than Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. I'll, you know, spoiler alert. It was fine, but uh, you know, this had pacing. This had action. This had yeah, quick whips. This had know, the characters. Better Call were, Saul was oh, just the way they ended us. Oh. So we're oh. ju- we're just over a month away. What is it? April eighteenth, I think, something like that. So we're just yeah, over 18th, a month. Eighteenth, the first two episodes drop. Yeah. So definitely look forward to that. If you excuse me, oh sorry, guys. Oh, been up it's since two a.m. Been up since two a.m. Um, if you haven't seen the trailer yet and you want to, it is on our Facebook right now. Same with Obi Wan, and I have said it already. That trailer to me was just fine. Yeah. Um, what about you? What'd you think? I. I thought the same exact thing. The first thing I'll, I'll say, it was so odd where you show the trailer. I get done. I'm like, huh? N- no, no I, I didn't see any any Vader. And then two minutes later, it's like, it's a oh, shot. it was he, here's Entertainment's Weekly exclusive Hayden Christian as Dark Vader. It's like, okay, well, I just got to watch a trailer. I was like, oh, I didn't see Vader. Then you show me the picture. I felt like I was kind of like slighted there. Well, like, not, only guys, that, not only you that, came off the picture. You had to pay the money first and you'll, you'll send a different trailer. Like, I don't know. It just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Not only that, but it's just Vader. And the shot is so far away that it yeah. just don't say to me, it's Hayden Christensen as Vader. That's just fucking Darth Vader. Ladies and gentlemen, we have not seen his face. You don't see his skin in this trailer. <laughs> so like in that photo. So I don't want to say, oh, those. Oh, sweet. No, that's probably a stunt double under that fucking mask. Like, let's just be real. That was just Darth Vader exactly as we know him. And to, to not even get that shot in the trailer for just a second slight. is a good word, but I just feel it was cheap. Entertainment paid for that exclusive. Yeah. And they didn't put it in the trailer. They probably pulled it from the trailer. Once entertainment. That's paid what I'm saying. Oh, we have to pay this money for first contract. But I was like, ah, it just kind of rubbed me the wrong. As soon like it was like two minutes right after I watched it. There it was, I was like, ah, oh, that's kind of weird timing. It, it was Disney's investors meeting. So I get it. I get when they announced it. Like Obi-Wan's first ever tweet in less than 40 minutes, it got like 53,000 likes on Twitter. Everybody's getting hyped up. I'm hyped up. And then to see that as the final product as for the trailer. And again, I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan in the world, but I'm looking forward to this. I love Hayden Christensen. I think Obi-Wan is great. I think, um, help me out. Ewan McGregor is great. Yep. Uh, but when you put it all together in this trailer, it was just fine. I'm not saying it was bad. I am just saying, what did it really show us outside of the Grand Inquisitor spinning his thing? Rupert Friend, by the way. Yeah, and and some shots of Obi-Wan 20 years later looking the same. I mean, like there wasn't really much to it. 
I'm sure for the Star Wars fans out there, the Easter eggs and the, like the little the callbacks and the to like Rebels yeah. and things like that. I'm sure it was great. But as the casual fan, I was just whelmed, and I'm kind of sick and tired of Disney slash Marvel slash Star Wars stuff lately just leaving me whelmed. When some of yeah. the best shit I've watched was a basketball show about a girls' high school team called Big Shot and a Mighty Ducks revival. Like I, it, they can't be the best things. And yeah. like Hawkeye, like I want more. So I'm. I'm definitely waiting and looking forward to Moon Knight, but Obi-Wan is just one of those shows that when it gets here, I think I'll be super hyped. But until then, I, I'm totally fine with the wait. And I, I know both of us. Maybe you did. I, I'll speak for me. Like, I'm not a huge Star Wars. Like, growing up as a kid, I didn't like Star Wars. So I didn't watch it too much as a kid, but watching this trailer, like, I know they use everyone's, oh my God, Duel of the Fates. Like, I didn't even know what, what the fuck's Duel of the Fates. I was like, oh, it's a song. And okay, I got it. But like, People knew the name that they freaked out. I understand. Like, as soon as you hear the music, you know what it is. But I didn't know it was Dole the Fates. Like, I didn't know the name of it. Right. And there's things in the Batman that you picked up that the casual fan won't. And there's mm. things in a Pokemon game or yeah. in any Nintendo game that are going to yeah. get me excited that won't get the cash. So, like, I get all that. And that's not my yeah. issue. My issue was for people like me, the casual viewer who knows a little bit, who knows his stuff. This was a very mundane trailer. It was just like, look at this person's face and then this person's face and then this person's face. It was almost like a who's who instead of like, what the fuck is this story going to be about? I just don't know. And that's I I mean, the the best part, Hugh McGregor's back. We can't him and him and uh, Hayden Christian. We already know we're going to get the them two. We're going to battle again. That's it. Like this, we're going to get the Dark Vader that we actually like we deserve the last 10 minutes of rogue one we're actually going to get him the technology to actually do him justice it's only six episodes probably 40 episodes each i was gonna say I'm don't here. get your hopes up like you saying that i don't know no we're 100 but but i bet five bucks on it I, i'm sure we will but it's only six episodes i wouldn't expect this grand thing they don't have a lot of time so there's like, no way they would build this up if uh, no, you're not going to do it justice. They are. They are going to fight. I just don't know if it's going to be, or at least have a conflict. Um, but with six episodes, like, no, no offense to Boba Fett, we have differing opinions on that show. What the yeah. fuck were those for, like middle two episodes? What the fuck were episodes two and three? They were terrible. At least See, again, I, I, lo- I loved episode two. Like two was fantastic. I, I think I, it was I horrible. The train. I, I fell the asleep. Train. The, I fell asleep. It was bad. One was really good. I still think the premiere was great. And I think that's one of those things like with Obi Wan, where like that that opener has to hit. It just has to. When you have six episodes, you cannot have filler and you cannot miss. You can't even have one sh- episode miss. In ten episodes, fine. You can have one or two clunkers. In eight, you can have a clunker. In six, it is so it's important it's to tough. nail it. It and really is. So that's why I fell off on Loki because it was just. I, do, do you think they just the used the Duel of Fates as like just to hit people's nostalgia? Because like to me, like the, the trailer, like I never watched the animated stuff. So to me, it's like I never watched uh, the Star Wars Rebels. So like, oh, like I, I see what the Grand Inquisitor looks like. I like Rupert Friend as an actor. I look forward to that. I know Joel Edgerton's back as Owen Lars. He was the basically Luke Skywalker's freaking uncle. Like I, I, I know that. But again, you used. I felt like you didn't show me too much. I don't know too much going on. I'm I'm going in just can't wait to see them battle. Glad to see Ewan's back. Take my money. I think uh, to answer your question, I think if they were really pulling at the nostalgia strings, they wouldn't have given E that exclusive and they would have put Vader in the trailer. That would have gotten such a bigger pop. To me, it still rubbed me the wrong way of not seeing at all Vader and then 
and Entertainment Weekly, here's your exclusive. I was like, come on. It was it's a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, the song is one thing, or the I should say the score of the music is one thing that definitely gets the juices flowing. But like to see Vader, it, Twitter would have pretty much yeah. gone ablaze. And a lot of people were talking about it, but not at all the discourse that I was expecting. And I have a lot of the people I follow and a lot of the things I see would have that's it's the pretty much target audience. So I, I, I was gonna say, honestly, I think I've seen the same amount of people going about the little, uh, it was like the little snippet of moon night of kind of, they showed you how it's, it's kind of uh, costume kind of comes on in slow motion, different style. So I was like, okay. And I, I kind of heard people hype for both. So it was good to see. Well, it also came the same day with all of our DC movie yep. news. Like the, the Wednesday was a packed, packed, packed plus the state of play, like tons of stuff happened Wednesday. Yep. So, I don't know if maybe Obi-Wan should have maybe – well, I mean, it was Investor Day, so it's not like they had a choice. They, but they should have had Darth Vader in a trailer, that period. Lot, a lot going on, but yes, I'll, that's where we'll end it. Yes, and besides that, besides a point millisecond of maybe you hear him breathing, besides that. <sighs> that come on, I, do better. Be better than that. <laughs> Obi-Wan, uh, we are looking forward to you, but I'm cool with waiting a little bit. That's all. Yeah. I'm not like can't sleep at night for this one. Gotham PD, which was previously announced as a Matt Reeves project for HBO Max, a series, actually won't be moving forward as is. It's kind of evolved into an Arkham Asylum haunted house kind of horror story. I, I think this sounds better than following Gotham PD. Because when you said Gotham PD, there, Jim Gordon wasn't even mentioned. So I, I besides maybe they just made up some random cops. I don't know if they'd actually. Ben McKenzie doing, coming back. Oh, the yeah, star we, of we, Gotham. Yeah. Yeah, well, we didn't hear none of that, but... Well, he was also the star of The O.C., which is top five TV show of all time. <laughs> yeah, S- says you. Uh, I says I, a lot of 17-year-old girls in 2003. I, I say this is probably the better move. I, I think you have your... I'd be way more interested of seeing the patience of Arkham Asylum, of are they actually going to show us all some of his rogues, or are they just going to kind of make up characters here and there? But I would like to think that we're going to see some rogues. See, I am torn because Gotham PD, even including the Cobblepot show, Gotham PD was the one I was looking forward to the most. I will say, as someone who didn't watch Gotham, that's probably why, because the series around the PD, because yep. I always yeah. think to myself, always, and I wanted to ask you, I wanted to say this to you when you're giving your impressions. Do you ever just stop and think why people live in Gotham in the first place? Like the real estate. It's, it's, the, it's the worst cheap. place. To, it's the worst place to be in. <laughs> the taxes must be high as shit because they got to pay for a lot of superheroes and police. But no, they, get a, they get a big rebate. But that property value has got to be in the tank. Yeah. Like that's the oh only reason I could think people live in Gotham. And I think about that shit all the time. And I also think to myself, why would you ever voluntarily want to be a police officer in <laughs> Gotham? So like, I was extremely excited as somebody who didn't watch Gotham and someone who literally thinks about this stuff of who the fuck would want to do that? They must make $600,000 a year. You couldn't pay me to fucking fight the Joker and shit. So I was interested. But yeah. and as disappointed as I am to for that not to be going forward, if you were going to tell me it was going to evolve into one thing, this was it. Yeah, yeah. So we get this, and we're getting Penguin Show on HBO Max, like, I'm, and I'm we're sold. getting Gotham Knights on CW. 
Let's not forget about that. Even though I have no idea what they're doing on that show, so that I I, I don't even know how to feel. Just play the game. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. Oh, well, that's, we already know that's, that's going to be a pretty Play the game. Uh, I am psyched that if it's going to turn into something, it's something that's intriguing. A haunted house Arkham story, like you said, the patience of Arkham, which rogues can they like what part of the rogues gallery could they kind of dive into? It's an infinite possibility, except for the Joker. They do not have TV rights on that. Uh, they'd have to probably do what they did with Jerome um, in Gotham, but who knows? I mean, maybe they did get the TV rights. What the yeah, fuck? HBO Max could be a little different. Well, no, because you see the Joker on Titan, so yeah, you could see something. Do you see the Joker? Is he called yeah, you, the Joker? You can see yeah. him, but he has to be called the Joker. Well, I, I'm they I'm, they mentioned the Joker, so I I, I think they there's something agreement there. Yeah. Well, we well, I guess it's Warner Brothers. I, I don't know. I forget all the naming conventions and who owns the rights and the IPs. It's been so long that that stuff just kind of yeah. stepped out. But again, was excited for Gotham PD. Bummed it's gone, but this is a very good plan B. I'm definitely excited for that. Excited to hear more. The Walking Dead. Oh, God. <laughs> I, 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 dude, I, I, I actually laughed out loud when I saw it. <sighs> They made the characters that are going to be in this show. The names of them on the poster are bigger than the name of the show. That's all you got to know. Uh, the Walking Dead, which is funnily apt for like the state of the show itself, uh, is getting another spinoff. Isle of the Dead, starring Maggie and Negan. I am so happy that I, I finally let go. I cut the cord. I have no idea what happened. I don't even know what season it was. I think I'm too back of Walking Dead. I I cannot believe that these characters are even still alive. Just AMC is just dragging these characters literally and beating them with a stick until they're dead. Jeffrey Dean Morgan and uh... I mean I don't blame them if if AMC's going to pay them a bunch of money and you like your cast and crew. Hey, I get it. It's a job you want to get paid. What is her but, name? Lauren Collins, I believe. Lauren Cohen. Lauren Cohen, thank you. They deserve better. This No, I'm but hey, it again if this you look you look like that's great. Get get yours, that's awesome. But just me being watching for what, eight, nine seasons of just kind of the same Yeah, first couple seasons were very good. I did enjoy, but you just trailed off on me. Season one was some of the best TV I've ever watched. It was so good. From season two on, it got bad progressively. And I stopped in four. Famously. I mean, if you're a longtime listener to the show, you know. I stopped season four with the pudding or the cereal, whatever it was in season yeah, it was the, four. It was the chocolate pudding you stopped. And Sam, for five years on this podcast, said, and I quote, I'm in too deep. I was. Roughly I, 50 I was. times on the show when I kept saying to him, just stop. Just stop. Just cut. It took a while. Hey, again, when you start something, you want to finish it. It's, you, it's tough. Yeah. He, he had mentioned that he's a completionist a couple times in there. Da, 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 but I'm so glad you finally cut the cord on this show. It feels good. It, it feels good. I'm telling you, it's got to. It. But I have to believe that this show is just going to sink. It's bringing in arguably two of the top three or four characters on the show. But it's just. Five years too late. I, I this, this show this shouldn't have run for as long as it did. This should have been the spinoff, not fear. Fear never should have happened. And if this was the spinoff, I guarantee the show would still be semi-popular. I guarantee it because this has promise. This has actual like Isle of the Dead, New York, Maggie, Negan, awesome characters. But like, it's twenty twenty three. When this show's coming out, we don't give a fuck anymore, guys. <laughs> we haven't cared about this show in a decade. Come the fuck on. Talking Dead 
hasn't been around in forever. I don't know. I'm actually still might be on. Chris Hardwick. Oh God. What a ride. I used to watch that religiously, but I watched a few. I ain't going to lie, man. It's just, I'm done. And I'm so glad to be done, but something else will be done soon. And that is Peaky Blinders. We now know, by the way, by the way, completely out of nowhere. Need to just say it psyched on it. Jeff Hardy. Welcome to AEW. I hope you and Matt go get those titles. There goes my closer. Fucker. <laughs> Jeff Hardy is elite. Okay. And, and go out on top. Um, I just saw a commercial as I'm watching the Sixers game, so I had to I had to get it out there. You missed it. But speaking of something that's coming to the end, the final season of Peaky Blinders, we know when the BBC date is, and we speculated on this podcast when the US Netflix date would be, and now we have it. You can watch the full final season on Netflix June 10th. I, I cannot wait. I think they I think the first three aired so far. I I I I know they want to do a spin-off uh movie is what I read from this series. So I don't know obviously I don't know where the frig that's gonna end, but hopefully that'll be on Netflix. Sure I think it would be. I, I I would hope, but again, if you watch a show, I would probably use subtitles. Their accents are a little heavy. I I truly feel like you'll enjoy the show a lot. If you if you don't like subtitles, I get it, I get it. But I ain't Killian Murphy, Anya Taylor I, Joy. Is she here? I believe she's in the final season. Maybe maybe she. Oh God, I, I haven't seen it, so I I don't even know. Oh, she is she is in the final scene, so I I haven't seen her yet. But again, I know Sam Neill. He was in the first, I think, two or three. Tom Hardy was in the first couple. Again, I I cannot wait to see Killian Murphy. He's he's absolutely fantastic. Uh, and this one's for the homies Degrassi, the next generation. So not the HBO max revival that they're doing in 2023. This is the OG from well, not the OG. It's the third series, but the one from 2000 that lasted like 14 seasons that everybody loves. The most popular by far is coming to HBO max March 25th. Now I don't have to pull out my red Canadian DVD collection of all the seasons. <laughs> Or watch them on YouTube. I can watch them on HBO Max. And believe me when I tell you. Believe me when I tell you. For the 25th, 27th, 28th time, I'm going to do another rewatch. It is such a, an course. amazing show. And, and, and the question, will you still enjoy it as much as you did? The I... I watched it semi-recently, semi-recently, within the last two years. I went through the first six seasons, and I did. I loved it. And I still remember that I can quote damn near every episode, damn near every one I can quote almost fully. Like, it's bad. It's bad. I'm down bad on that show. Uh, I love it. It's just so bad. I just, it's, but it's so good. It teaches you a lesson, kids. If you've never seen Degrassi, the next generation... March 25th, HBO Max. Get ready for the revival coming in 2023, which is going to completely and utterly bastardize the property. And I'm going to want to put it away like The Walking Dead, but I'll still watch it. Netflix did it. Netflix did a revival of Degrassi, and it's like Degrassi, the final classroom or some shit. I can't remember. And it's Dog shit. not great. It's fine. It's fine. It's definitely not Degrassi to me, but it's it's fine. Um, but anyways, yeah, so check it out. the The thing that is that got everybody interested, the most popular version of it, March twenty fifth. Check it out. Let's move into movies. Uh, this is where DC the way is the hardest part because that DC Pets movie was Super Pets or something. Aquaman two, The Flash, and Black Adam have all been delayed 
some by quite a while. So we determined DCs think 2022 will be the year of the heroes. We determined that was a lie. Uh, I got a DM from our friend Mike Cassini about that one. He said pretty much that exact word. Jesus, God. Yeah, I mean, 2023 now will be. They, oh, sorry, we screwed up, everybody. Let's just erase the two. two arry, 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 draw three. I mean, we'll with DC, it's, it's a step forward and two step back. I mean, thankfully... Black Adam is still coming out this year. Yeah. But I, I, and you know, there's going to be another one that got pushed up, which we'll talk about. That's also this year. So there still will be some DC movies this year. I mean, I, I understand again, like, you know, Batman just came out. Batman's going to run in theaters probably for another month or two. You know, it, wait one more year with Batman. You have, we have been getting Batman heavy. So we're going to like in, in three, in one year or within six months, you were going to show three different Batman. Like that, that's kind of a lot. So I, I kind of, as much as I hate to like say it, but I think it's the smarter move. We're you know, we're getting another movie sooner. Black Adam is still this year. I still think we're fine. Super Pets, I really don't care for, but that's just me. Yeah, I that's like the least of my worries. Um, yeah. Keanu Reeves or something like that as Batman. It's fine. Whatever. He looks funny. But there are still some... Um, like even pets is still 2022. So they have four movies coming this year. And so they're just spreading the love. Now it could be, you know... We were, we meant the fiscal year, so March to March or some shit, because there's there's it's spread out. We got the new dates for you. So the Flash has been delayed, I think the longest, something like eight months to yep. June twenty third of twenty twenty three, which is the longest. It's the last movie on the list yeah. here. Um, Black Adam, like you said, still this year, October twenty first, back from May, I believe it was. So that's pretty long. Yep. Um, Aquaman two, March 17th, 2023 to put that in perspective, that's one year and one week from today. That's a long wait still. That's a, that's a year. And plus. Yeah. Away. I mean, I, again, I, I still think it's a smarter move, but it, it's, it's good. when it we record episode three seventy five or two seventy five next week, it'll be a year. That's just crazy. <laughs> Uh, pets is now July 29th of this year. So if you were looking forward to that, take the kiddos. So lots of moving and shaking, lots of delays, but it's not all bad news. Shazam two, which I think is called like fury of the gods or something like that has been moved up out of 2023, early 2023, or maybe it was late 22 up to 12, 16, 2022, just in time for the holidays. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of shocked that that's actually going to come before Aquaman. I, I know the first Shazam kind of came for Christmas last year, and it's coming Christmas again. Yeah, um, and it's not a Christmas movie. No, so no, it takes place in Philly, which is great. But I mean, I guess they must feel really great, and everything went really good. That they, well, didn't, they need just any, need to fill any, the schedule. That well, that and maybe they, you know, a lot of you know, big superhero movies need a lot of reshoots. So it's good to see that. I don't think Shazam two had reshoots. Uh, there's still time. It's only March. There's plenty yeah. of fucking time, dude. There's plenty of fucking time for yeah, that. Yeah, I guess you're right. There's, there's eight months. Like, there's plenty it's of like, fucking time. It's like, they're shooting now. <laughs> this movie is plenty of fucking time to get delayed again. I mean, like that. it's nice to know now so you can kind of set expectations. Yeah. Um, And, like, kind of get your mind where it needs to be. As somebody who is a huge gamer and is seeing the fallout of COVID and all the things that that's taking place in the gaming industry now with all these games getting delayed, it is, you know movies took it the hardest and in 2020 it feels like every week we came on this podcast with 
five or six movie stories that all delay, delay, delay. It felt like 2021, there was kind of a break in that. There was obviously like the Matrix and Uncharted yeah. and movies still getting delayed. But to drop this, all this news at once, I mean, when I say they waited purposely for Disney to do its investor meeting so they could drop bad news where everybody's talking about the good news, that's personally what I think their strategy was. And get it all out there at once. Just fucking slam it all down on us. Who cares? And, Rip the Band-Aid. And so and, whatever, we'll get over it. And real quick, you know, Uncharted saying budget was 90 to 120 million. As of right now, they made 275 million. Yeah. And good, PlayStation, good for Uncharted. PlayStation came out and called it a uh, something. I can't remember the exact phrasing, but they very much alluded to this is now getting a sequel. And Tom Rothman of Sony you. Pictures described Uncharted as a new film franchise for Sony. Thank you. Yeah. So we. Uh, and they expressed to uh, Fletcher expressed interest in a sequel, citing the car chase from A Thief's End. He would love to replicate. Okay. So that, and again, that was obviously one of the best scenes in A Thief's End. So that would be cool to see in a movie. Yeah, that was probably the only good part about A Thief's End. Or was that Uncharted Two or is that Uncharted Three? A Thief's End. I thought it was Uncharted Three because I don't like that game. Was but it? anyway, I thought it was Three. Uncharted was Two is Among Thieves, isn't it? Uncharted two among thieves. Uncharted three. Uh, thieves end. It was four. It was four. Oh, thieves end is four. Yeah. Oh shit! Oh, right. You're getting me all twisted. God damn. Yeah, with his brother Sam. My brother yeah. Sam. You know my brother Sam. My brother Sam. Jesus Christ, Tom. Did you see that movie yet? My brother Sam. Did you see Uncharted? Yeah, oh yeah, I, I I enjoyed Uncharted. You saw it? Oh my! I, I didn't say it. I, I might have put that. On, I, I I threw that in the back pocket for a pick of the week one time. Motherfucker <laughs> didn't even tell me he saw Uncharted. I, I, honestly, I thought I did tell you I seen the, How many times did I say my brother Sam in that movie? I think he says Sam three times. Jesus, Louisa. But I, I will, I will, can I say a, spo- a minor spoiler? No, I haven't seen it yet. Uh-uh. You know, uh-uh. I, I, think it might, uh-uh. I think it might help you go in. Uh-uh. I don't want it. I don't want Are it. you sure? I don't want it. I know okay. you can't help yourself, so you can say it, but I don't want no, it. No, no, no. I'm good. We'll leave it at that. All right, next story. <laughs> we got, uh, this one's right for Sam. I know it is. Uh, the Wonka has been delayed as well. This is under WB's umbrella until 1215-2023. I really wasn't excited at all to see this at first, but no, I think you after not. seeing Dune, I got a different take on Timothy Charlemagne. I think then why actually, don't look up? I, I think he may actually that? do it justice. Wow. But again, it's, 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 befo- it's, befo- it's before he is... Yeah, what? you know, Gene Wilder is on another plane. We we all know that. We we agree. But yeah. playing a kid before he has a factory, I think he can do that some justice. What are we? What is, like? What happened to you? I don't know. I I think maybe not seeing anybody for two years. I'm ready to go see a candy movie. <laughs> it's gonna be a, almost two years from now. So uh, keep waiting. Uh, Beetlejuice two and I Am Legend are both getting sequels. More importantly to me, Beetlejuice 2, because it's been 40 years almost since the damn first one. I Am Legend is getting Michael B. Jordan and Will Smith coming back. Beetlejuice 2, Michael Keaton, and uh, Help Me, Help Me, Help Me, uh, Winona Ryder, I believe. Yes, Winona Ryder. All coming back to reprise their roles. Michael B. Jordan will be a new character in the I Am Legend sequel. But two big movies from our past coming back. I don't give a baker's fuck about Will Car- Will Far- or Will Smith's character from I Am Legend because you you did you died in the original release you appeared be a in an alternate ending in Could a two a disc special edition. Could be a prequel too. 
It, it, it better be. But again, I think they're because they're playing off that he's still alive, yeah. and the scene, the ultra scene, is absolutely awful. How that is. Watch that scene. It's horrible. Watch that scene open the movie, because everybody thinks he's dead, and I don't think that a lot of people saw that alternate move ending. So a lot of people are off the vibe that he's dead. Watch them but open the movie, but with it that. sucked. Or put it in a trailer or something, so you know. All right, he survived, or whatever. I, I mean, obviously, like you, way more much rather would see Beetlejuice too. I feel like there's a long time coming. I know uh, Michael Keaton has said for a while he would love to do the role again, yeah. and I, he, he would love to see Alec Baldwin. But I mean, with everything him going on, I don't think nah, we'll see him in the movie. Set. Yeah, I think we're all set there. So uh, I, I, I definitely him in Winoa. I have an attachment to Beetlejuice. I yeah, definitely same. look forward to it. I actually never cared for I Am Legend. I think that movie's vastly overrated and and completely rated fine all at the same time. Uh, I also think that the zombies or whatever you want to call them in that movie just look like the Grand Inquisitor without the red makeup, and so or Kratos without the face paint. Like they mm-hmm. just look bad. And so I'm just I'm just at a point where. If it's I was legend, I'll laugh my ass off. If it's I am legends, I'll laugh my ass off. But I want to know the title because it can't be I am legend too. That doesn't make sense. That's not going to be the title. I'm still the legend. Like what was it? Like like it's got to have legends, right? Because now there's Michael. Like if Michael B. Jordan and him aren't enemies, and there were, I, I just I want to know. I hope it ends with Michael B. Jordan's character dying, and it's a prequel, and that leads into the first movie. Uh, that's the only thing I think that could get that could pique my interest. But at the same time, prequels and I have a rocky relationship. So um, there's that. There's my takes. Beetlejuice 2 is fine. It's a movie we never needed. If we get it, I'm cool with it. It is what it is. Uh, Florence Pugh has been cast as Princess Irulan in Dune Part 2. I mean, we, we love Florence Pugh. Dude, one was fantastic. I cannot. I, I I can't wait for part two. I think that's I think that's actually next year, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. But we'll see if that gets pushed or not. But she's she's great. I can't wait to see what she does. It is nine twenty four as we record, and I just want to say it is ninety to sixty five nets. Yeah, I I I, I, do, I literally just peeked at this score. I was like, oh god damn, that hurt to actually see. And there's still six minutes left in the third quarter. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, not a great night. Not a great night for Sixer fans. Sorry, we had an off night, but let's 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 leave that behind us. Let's move on. I'm taking it in gaming, and we're gonna kick it off. Let's talk about PlayStation's state of play. Twenty minutes long. They said expect new reveals and eye popping updates. Eye popping updates was the quote from Sony. Please don't ever do that again. Stop hyping your own shit up. Just let the people do that for you. They were. There are ponies out there, Sony ponies that will do it. You don't need to do it. Sony ponies? Yeah, they call them ponies. Sony fanboys. Xbox <laughs> uh, is Xbox. Ponies is Sony, and I don't know what Nintendo's is. I think it's Nintendo Bro. At least I would I would like it to be because that's actually a flattering if you were to call me a Nintendo Bro. Uh, I'm the Nintendo. Nintendo. Oh, what about Nintendo? I'm thinking about getting rid of that at by the way because that show's dead. So I just maybe I'll just go back to Greg talks a lot. I like that Twitter handle. Uh, Anyway, 20 minutes, um, you know, before we dive into all the announcements, uh, I I had said on Twitter and I quote, let me pull it real quick. And I quote, every single general PlayStation state of play has kind of stunk so far, especially the last two years when they've done these giant July showcases, which have been excellent. A resistant HD collection would make today worth it for me. I'm looking forward to whatever Sony has. None. 
the less. I put that out in the morning. My official predictions I put out, which was GTA 5, Forspoken, Final Fantasy, two of which came true. Uh, we did not see GTA, which was shocking to me. But overall, I kind of expected this. I mean, one of the fucking state of plays we got, the big final last thing was like the director's cut of... The, the last thing I was like, oh, I think man. that was even Summer Game Fest. I can't remember the, these days. They all bleed together. But what did you think of this state of play? I, 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 ju- I just thought it was okay. Honestly, there was really only two things where I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm actually going to buy that. The rest, I was like, okay. Like, again, I, I'll, I'll never say nothing stinks or whatever. Just it's not my type of game, not my art style. Some stuff I have respect for, like JoJo's. You see something like that, you're like, oh, I remember that from back in the day, Bizarre Adventure. Like that was an old school game that no one really, you know, not too many people know about. But I, I, I just appreciate it for what it was. But it didn't. It, I would have loved that one more thing to knock my socks off. But they didn't have a one more thing though. They, this is yet again. They don't do one more things. The last day to play is actually, as I recall it now, they didn't have one. And we were like, guys. If you're going to do a 20 minute thing and you're going to say new reveals and eye popping updates, you better bring something. You better make it worth our while. If the one thing in here that we both loved was the one last thing, I would have been happy. But they shoved it at the 10 minute mark and almost had it overshadowed with other things. So even the pacing was terrible. Like I thought it was a waste of my fucking time yet again. And I can't stand it because I want these things to be so good. But I hate how Xbox does it and I hate how Sony does it. Xbox doesn't do any of these things. And I think that's smart. But for Xbox, it's predictable. You know, every E3, they're going to bring the heat and then they'll announce one more thing at Gamescom in August. And it's like, we got to wait. Every year, Xbox fans have to wait for that one time of year to get exciting news. It's rough to be an Xbox fan. Sony, they do the state of plays, but they're so terrible that they hype you up and get you excited just to let you down. Nintendo did too in the beginning. Nintendo Direct sucked nutsacks for the first six years they were fucking awful so, so sony's what they're, they're slacking for what their first what their first three or three four? three years four years they've been doing these yeah. like they got two more years to get their shit together or these things are going to be a thing of the past the, the, the directs became hype around 18 ish i'd say maybe 17 maybe 17 like actually no it was definitely 17 it was right around the switch when it came out, because then they had Switch and 3DS announcements, and they kind of really started to get that hype brewing. March of 18 is when Directs just blew the roof off the doors because they announced Smash. So like when Sony is able to bring something like that to these events, well, then we can start talking. I understand that they save their big shit for their July showcases, and those showcases are fucking balls or baller, not balls. They're very good. Very, very good. Last year, we got Wolverine, Spider-Man 2 and all that shit like they're very good. But why put all your eggs in one basket when you can spread it out over the year and keep the attention on yourself all year? You think Nintendo yeah. continues to dominate with the Switch because of luck or because of it's it's a handheld system? No, it's because they hype you up three, four times a year with these yeah. giant forty minute directs. And 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 they they took the the lashes. They they took the ones that were out. Oh, the fuck, it, it sucked. But now it's something you actually get hype and look forward to. Nintendo's in a spot where they can drop Mario Strikers in the middle of a forty minute presentation, and they're like, "Yeah, we're good." Or the dudes playing volleyball, and people are psyched on it. <laughs> like, why not make it? Why not just own it, Sony? Why not just say like, "Let's go balls to the walls and ham," and just like have fun with it? Because if you're not going to bring the games, at least make it worth our time to watch. Because there was literally one thing that got my juices flowing this entire announcement, and I tweeted out. 
Uh, Sony, please stop doing state of plays. They're awful. <laughs> I get it. You save the big stuff for the July showcase, but when blank is the only thing worth a damn in a 20 minute showcase, you done goofed. And I love Sony. I want to be hyped. I want them to bring sweet announcements, but just like Xbox, I don't want them to just do it once a year. That doesn't keep the train rolling. That's why Nintendo is successful as they are this generation. Cause they keep it constant. You gotta learn. Sony, stop putting things on your fucking blog. Nobody fucking reads blogs anymore. Stop with the Sony <laughs> blog, dude. The PlayStation. Dude, I, I, I was never a blog guy, so I I, I can't really Coming from ever... somebody who wrote 15 failed blogs, we don't need them. The thing <laughs> guess what? Reading is a thing of the past in this generation. Give it to us where we can look at it and watch it and read it and love it. If it can't fit in a tweet, don't fucking say it. Because this, the PlayStation blog is the biggest waste of my time ever. But that's my source for, for the list of things announced. I'm on the PlayStation blog now. Uh, let's get into the things announced. And at the end of it, we'll go over our top three from the presentation. They started off with Capcom, which, by the way, they said expect a nice amount from our Japanese publishers, which makes a ton of sense. Capcom, Japanese publisher, Square Enix. Uh, Japanese publisher, they both kind of dominated this conference. Konami, Japanese publisher. Uh, they started off with dinosaurs and a woman with red hair. And I'm thinking to myself, Dino Crisis is fucking back. And for them to say, nah, we're making Exo Primal, the dumbest fucking video game name in the world. When you have Dino Crisis and you're not bringing back Dino Crisis, you even took the protagonist from Dino Crisis and made her into some generic woman for this game. You trolling motherfuckers. There's a dinosaur falling from the sky and you got to do Earth Defense Force 2042 on its ass. What a dumb game. What a stupid way to start it. Why won't you just remake Dino Crisis, you idiots? It, to me, Dino Crisis, that's that's an arcade game. I Once once I saw dinosaurs, immediately I was out. I love dinosaurs. I love Turok. I, mean, I, I love dinosaurs, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not in, in the business of shooting them. When they... Not an unfair point, but when they started falling from the sky in hordes, I said, ah, oh, shit, it's going to be like a Muso game where you're killing dinosaurs, like Dynasty Warriors uh, style. And then I thought, okay, well, no, this really looks like almost like a tower defense kind of earth defense force, like I was mentioning. And all that's dumb. I don't want any of that. I don't want any of that. Can someone give a good dinosaur game like one with, with thought in it and like a story? Because that that would be cool. Because the bring up Turok. The closest <laughs> we got was Horizon. Because but they're robots. That's not even so. Anyway, I, I'm going on my high horse. Exo Primal sucks. I'm I'm not excited for it. And why are you bringing games to PlayStation Four in 2023? Can we move fucking past that, please? But like you like you said before, when you have a hundred plus million seller, that's why they do it. And, th- and that tells me you have no fucking confidence in your game. At least Returnal just went to PS5. At least, well. I'm trying to think of another one. Ratchet and Clank just went to PS5. Like, have some fucking confidence. Then we got new Ghostwire Tokyo trailer, which I thought we were going to get. It comes out March 25th. They dropped 18 minutes of gameplay later that day. This looks like powers of Bioshock mixed with the storytelling of another game I don't give a fuck about. <laughs> just get me over Ghostwire Tokyo, man. I'm so done with this game. Yeah, as, as soon as you say, you're like, all right, well, okay, um, I'll wait for the next one patiently. The one thing I will give this game positively is this: is the villains, like the monsters, do genuinely look creepy. 
They have that very Japanese horror esque. Japanese horror is fucked. I, I think it's great. Yeah, it's very creepy. And so yeah, creepy is the great word for it. It might not be overtly scary or gory, but every fucking villain ghost in like Japanese looks creepy. So yeah, I'm with you on that. That's the one thing I'll give that game. Then we got a new Strangers of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins, the longest name in history. Uh, they gave us a second demo after the first one flopped because you're going to kill chaos. Uh, now we got this one. I'm going to pause here because you had mentioned to me something about this game. What'd you think about this new look? Uh, cause it was announced last year. It's coming out like now it's coming out in the next two, two weeks or so. What'd you think of stranger of paradise, final fantasy origin? And I, this was one of my favorite things that we had on this little, uh, state of play. I, I, I liked it from the first time we showed it. I actually went to try to download the demo after it, and I didn't see it in the PlayStation Store. So I, I'll have to go check again to see if it's still there, because right after it, it was a couple hours after it was still not there. But again, I, I thought the visuals looked great. You know, of maybe just me trying to j- kind of jump back in it after playing the FF7 remake. And I, I just love how when you're kind of like finishing off the enemies, when you're swiping with the sword, they kind of crystallize and blow up or like disintegrate. I thought that looks awesome, and I think I I'm, I think I am going to dive into this world. The demo is available, by the way. Okay, I will have to di- go back to the PlayStation Store. Yeah, I found that today as I was looking for you. You were supposed to remind me, but I understand it was a long day. I get it. Yeah, it was right before the podcast, so I just figured I'd tell you here. Next, we got Forspoken, which, spoiler alert for another story coming up, it got delayed for seven months, and they said, you know what? Let's put it in here anyway. Like, why are you giving us a new trailer for a game that just got delayed for seven months? What are you going to do? Get us hyped up and say, ha ha, fuck you. I mean, yeah, I mean, they threw some dragons at us. I saw the Rose Whip, Karama, my boy. So is this another open world game? So this game was announced, I think, when the PS5 was announced back in 2020, I want to say, for that big giant unveiling that they did. And it's a it's made in the Final Fantasy universe. It's made by Square Enix. It's made by the team that did Final Fantasy 15. Um, I don't know too much about it cause it never once spoke to me, but it's like, you remember that movie, a kid in King Arthur's court yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, or like, uh, or it's like, it, it's a new kid from today, but he like falls back into a well or something. He ends up back in that time frame. That's kind of the vibe I get from this. It's very old school, rustic, like in tone and in setting, but the visual, and the dialogue especially is very hip and today, and it just doesn't mix well at all. They're talking in 2020-22 terminology in the setting of 1745 BC, and it's just like, you're not, it's not working. This game, I think, is is kind of doomed a little bit. It's It looked, to, I will give it this, in the state of play is the best it's looked in this state of yeah, play. I agree. I agree. But, and, and I think that's why it kind of, you know, got my interest a little bit because like, huh, I don't remember this game looking as good. Yeah. So let's see if it doesn't get pushed back anymore. And we'll see if I can actually get interested enough to pick it up. Yeah. Here's, here's this great new look at it. It finally looks good. Everybody. And Oh, by the way, wait seven more months. It, that, that was tough to swallow. Like yeah. really, really Happy Halloween. If they would have done the announcement of the delay after the state of play, because I don't know why they would do it before. If they did it the next, because like who the fuck cares if you're going to, when you announce it, just wait. If they'd announced it afterwards, I would have probably been a little better because then people get hyped, think, oh, it's coming in May. Let me pre-order it. And you would have probably gotten a few more sales if you just would have waited till after the state of play. So just from a strategy perspective, I think that's a little weird. Uh, Gundam Evolution, free to play first person shooter. It's Overwatch with Gundam, ladies and gentlemen. 
That's all this is. PS5 and PS4 this year. Any words on this? Uh, the older games look better than the new one. I, I don't. I don't know what it is. If it kind of want to like go back and play the old like PS2 games, like I remember, like we used to play in Carmen's basement. I, the new games, I, they, they just don't speak to me. Well, something that speaks to me was this next announcement. the The thing that got uh, the thing that got me to go from six to midnight, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Teenage baby. Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Cowabunga Collection. I thought we were getting a new trailer for Shredder's Revenge when I saw this, and then you want to shock me and say Cowabunga Collection. This is going to be 13 Ninja Turtle games, $40, PS5, PS4, Nintendo Switch, Xbox, and PC coming in 2022. Konami Publishing, Digital Eclipse is on this. Like Digital Eclipse did the Disney Afternoon Collection, ladies and gentlemen. That is the best, the best collection of old school games I've ever played in my entire life. It's the best team you could ever, ever want on this. I'm telling you now. If you're excited about this one, be doubly excited because the team that's developing this are top notch porters and like doing collections of old school games. This is just great. 13 banger games. I even have the list of the games, but I'll, I'll hand it over to you for your impressions of this one. Uh, was this all their games or, ju- or just all like the, the big ones? They are doing pretty much every single arcade NES, Super Nintendo and Genesis game. Um, I mean, it's 13 different games. Uh, we got. I know we got, there's Turtles in Time. I know that's one I saw. I we got, like, that's it. The arcade Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We got Turtles in Time, the arcade version. We got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from the NES with that damn level where you get electrocuted. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game on the NES. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, the Manhattan Project on the NES. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters on the NES, which is like. A very rare, very expensive game to get uh, physical. Then we're getting the Super Nintendo version of Turtles in Time, arguably the greatest beat em up in the history yep. of beat em ups. Um, there's a $60 game that my boy Rob bought for me. So I have the cart of that. I can't imagine how much it's worth now. Uh, Tournament Fighters on the Super Nintendo, Hyperstone Heist on the Genesis, which was Turtles in Time's Genesis counterpart, which is almost just as fucking good. The the Tournament Fighters on Genesis, so we're getting three different versions of Tournament Fighters. The Genesis version, to me, is the best one. I'm so excited for that. Not only are you getting those, but you're getting the Game Boy games as well. Fall of the Foot Clan, Turtles 2 Back from the Sewers, and Turtles 3 Radical Rescue. 13 amazing old school Turtles games. For uh, 40 bucks, again, launching this year everywhere you could possibly want it to launch. And not only that, but there's going to be enhancements as well. Uh, some games are going to have online co-op. So that's going to be amazing to go awesome. through like Turtles in Time. Save anywhere. So you could do save states. You could do boss rush. You could do challenge modes. You can map the buttons to do whatever you want with the button layout. So you don't have to do the fucking ones that they give you. HD textured graphics. And also behind the scenes artwork and other galleries and goodies. So tons going into this collection. You can rewind as well. If you die, you can just hit the L1 button, rewind back and keep playing. So you don't have to worry about the frustrations of that. It's just a perfect collection. $40 was hoping for $29.99, but I'm going to pay the 40. I might even get this on PlayStation and switch because I have a, I yeah, want the I trophies. I, I, I think that 40 price points actually fair for all of the you're getting. I'm, I, I will I will pay 40 with a smile. Yeah, I think it's fair too. Selfishly, 
I just kind of wanted 30. Yeah. Uh, but 40, I'm happy to show off 40 bucks. This, this was the announcement that I, that made the 20 minutes, not a complete waste of time. That's one of the night hands down. Yeah. No shock that this is going to be our number one on the list. Uh, then we got Gigabash bringing multiplayer and monsters and mayhem to PS five and PS four. Jojo's bizarre adventure, all star battle R coming to the, uh, this fall to PlayStation also coming to Xbox and switch and PC. I'll stop here because I know that Jojo's bizarre adventure uh, speaks to you a little bit. What do you think of this one? I, I just respect that they're still doing something new with, um, I, I don't think the game actually sold too great for PlayStation back to the, back in the day. I know now it's actually a very expensive game and very hard to find still sealed, but it's just good to see that the fan base, it, we'll see if it's still there that I know it's, you know, it's got its cold following. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Mm. Uh didn't care for this one. They said an obscure fighter is coming back. And you know, the first thing I thought of and was hoping for power stone. From the huh. Dream, do you remember dreamcast power stone power stone? Yeah. Holy crap. I was just hoping for that. Or I was hoping for like Marvel versus that been crazy or something like that. That has just been so sick, but we got Jojo's, but it looked fine. It's just not something that uh, I don't really have much attachment to Jojo's bizarre adventure. Is it worth watching? I, I mean, it, it, I haven't watched it in a long time, but I, I think anywhere, at least the first episode, we got uh, some black and white samurai Trek to Yomi. I think that was already announced. I feel like it was. I'm not sure. Uh, we got Returnal Ascension, so version 3.0.0, a big free update, adding co-op and a new challenge tower to Returnal. So if you didn't pick up Returnal back when it launched, I think last April, about a year ago now, uh, you're getting a giant free update. So if you've been thinking about it and you have a buddy you don't, you, you kind of want to help soak in the bullets with you, Returnal Ascension is getting an update. Uh, the Dio Field Chronicles and Valkyrie Elysium kind of ended the program. It was two Square Enix games, very, very weird strategy RPGs. I thought they were both triangle strategy. Like, it's just, they just keep pumping these out. Um, but Valkyrie Elysium, some people got hyped on because it continues that franchise. And then the Dio Field Chronicles seems to be um, okay. I, I don't know. These two games aren't my style. And this was how yeah. they ended the show. So I. I was pretty underwhelmed here too. Yeah, uh, definitely not my style. I was like, oh, this is really how they're going to end it. I was definitely kind of bummed. Yeah. Can't lie. I mean, that was it. That was the state of play. Not much here for you. Uh, Sam, let's dive into our top three. Just go down the list. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, we three, basically kind of said it. Number three, I went for, for Spoken. Number two, of course, was Strangers in Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. And number one, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Cowabunga yeah. collection. Yeah, my number three was I Don't Have One. My number two was I'm not giving you one. And my number one was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Cowabunga collection. I literally didn't care about anything else. So I'm not going to fake a top three. I got at a top one. At least we had this to cheer us up. Gotham Knights finally got a release date. October 25th. Get your PlayStations and Xboxes ready. I am so excited. Yeah, it's it's definitely a day one pre-order. It's an open world. I'm ready to dive back in. I I, I miss Gotham. I I can't wait to play Nightwing, Red Hood. What was it? Uh, Batgirl and and Robin, Red yeah, Robin, something like that. Uh, it's been a I'm couple. Ready. It's been two years since we saw a lot of gameplay for this, and it's shocking that it's two years after we saw that gameplay revealed that it'll be coming out almost to the yeah. day. Almost to the day. It was October 20th, I think. 2020 was the first DC Fandom, something like that. Yeah. So. 
I'm uh, ready to battle some Mr. Freeze. I'm ready to dive into the Court of Owls, battle town. I'm ready. Really, really good Halloween game. Like the Court of Owls and like all that. I'm, I'm psyched on that. I'm really, really looking forward to it. So uh, we were wondering if it was going to get pushed off. WB and Sony and, and well, really just WB. It's not, a, it's not a PlayStation exclusive. But WB was very like, we are bringing this game in 2022 because they already delayed Suicide Squad. So this was... Nice. And in October, there's not too, too, too much. This will take me right into Gen 9 because, um, you know, Xenoblade doesn't do it for me in September. I, I have a feeling God of War might be around this time if it hits this year. So, you know, the end of the year could be very busy. Pokemon, God of War and this. Maybe they'll delay God of War to 2023. I don't know. I hope not. Please. I don't think they will at this point. I think it's going to be a very heavy game at the July showcase. But could be a excuse me a very busy holiday season for us uh console gamers definitely looking forward to that one the current gen versions of grand theft auto that launched next week finally got pricing yeah gta 5 coming to playstation 5 and xbox series x next uh it's five days from the day we record so i think it's next tuesday the 15th and they got its pricing and the pricing structure is weird and you gotta follow me here because there's reason behind it so the game will cost, I think, $39.99 or $29.99. I think it's 30, 34 or 40 bucks, something like that, 35 or 40 bucks for the game. And that includes GTA Online and the campaign of GTA 5. Uh, if you get it within the first three months, it is, I want to say, $20 on Xbox and $10 on or $20. 27 on Xbox or 20 whatever on Xbox and $10 on PlayStation for the same thing. You have to pay about double on Xbox. And I want to tell people why Sony as smart as they are paid rockstar for basically including GTA online for free. That's why you're not paying for that. So for Xbox, you are in three months, when the game is done being on sale, both versions will cost the same. But if you are an early adopter, get in on it on PlayStation because you're only going to pay 10 bucks and you get the campaign and GTA Online. If you don't have a PlayStation 5 and you have an Xbox, you'll pay double. Um, or just don't buy this game because it came out a decade ago and then we can stop fucking talking about it. Yeah, but people with PlayStation, it's only 10 bucks. I mean, it seems like the logical thing to do. I'm one yeah, there you go. It's ten bucks. Of course, you're. Why not? I, for, I I don't blame you for ten bucks. I just kind of had to. It's eighty five gigs. I just kind of had mm. to, and that's how I know the the Final Fantasy demo is out because right before this podcast, I bought GTA five. Again, ten bucks. I'm gonna dive into the campaign for the fourth time, and I'm gonna play probably the same ten missions that I did before before I give up and never go back to it again. But it's ten bucks, and I'll have a little bit of fun with it. Whatever, it's no big deal. At forty, you're not gonna have me, but at ten. Whatever, it's 10 bucks. If you don't like it, it's the same as a fucking Big Mac meal. Monster Hunter Rise is getting a free trial on Nintendo Switch from March 13th through the 17th. March 11th. March 11th. I'm, which I, I'm is, blind. Which is now. So if you're hearing this the day we release it, go download it. If you are a Nintendo Switch Online owner, just download it. It's the fucking full game. You get it for six days for free. Go try it. If you don't like it, delete it. But, you know, Sunbreak is coming out soon. We get a Monster Hunter Direct. Um, well, they're calling it a presentation, which is March 15th. 
So that's in a couple of days. I think the same day the GTA comes out, which we'll probably get our Sunbreak announcement of release date and all that stuff and a big show out of what we're going to get. If you played Pokemon Legends Arceus and you liked it a lot, it's pretty much Pokemon Monster Hunter. So like the formula of PLA is what Monster Hunter is, except you're not catching them in a Pokeball. You're fighting them. So like try it out. I plan on it um, and just to give it a shot. Monster Hunter was never my thing. So like, again, I don't expect to like it, but for free, or I should say included in your membership, why not? It's the full game, no doors. If you beat it in six days, then you just got it for free and you trick the system. Go check it out. Nintendo has announced F-Zero's X is the next N64 game on Nintendo Switch Online. That was a doozy for you 10 o'clock at night i get it no, no I, I dude like five minutes ago i was like man it just hit me like i've been up like you've been up earlier than me i've been up at 502 and i'm exhausted it's it's a it's been a rough day but yeah f0x the n64 absolute classic the f0 game that really put it on the map f0 for super nintendo is great but f0x is phenomenal uh we all want a new f0 game maybe if people start playing it on n64 They'll get the fucking hint and they can drop a new one. But F-Zero-X on N64, uh, the Switch Online version of N64 now. So go check it out right now, right now, right now. Play it, play it, play it. You will love it. It's a great racing game. Nintendo has delayed Advance Wars 1 and 2 reboot camp due to what's going on in Russia. It's better than Mario Kart 64. Uh, So yeah, the... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, that I, I kid they're probably they're close but mk64 better they delayed this game it's a it's a war game and there's tanks and things involved so nintendo had to make a very dis- like tough call because this game was april 8th it's um, less than a month away so from a packaging and marketing and like all that the physical copies being pressed and made like that's a lot goes into making that decision especially when they did not put a new date on it that's rough so uh, kudos for them for let's call it what it is. The Russian invasion of the Ukraine. We stand with Ukraine on this show. Uh, it's a tough call to have to make. I'm glad I'm not making those decisions. This was not a game I planned on picking up. So like personally, I'm not sitting there like, but Nintendo, my entertainment is at stake. Like there are bigger things than your fucking entertainment, dude. Get over it. Uh, this wasn't a game that spoke to me anyway. I wasn't going to pick it up, but good for Nintendo for making a difficult decision of delaying the game when it gets a new date. We'll be sure to let you know. And we, we mentioned earlier, but Forspoken has been delayed from May 25th to October 11th. Yeah. So there you go. Another game around the holidays that if you're interested in it, we're going to have a very busy holiday season. And the last one we have in gaming, the House of the Dead remake finally got a release date. April 7th. So the day before Advance Wars was supposed to come out. Uh, yeah, this is a remake of the very cult classic i guess light gun game uh from like the dreamcast era it was in arcades house of the dead's got the worst dialogue ever it's so funny i love every second of it Mm -hmm. it's gonna be weird playing this game uh without a light gun with like a controller maybe it's gonna have gyro aiming and you can just kind of do you know aim the controller where you need to go and hit a that'd be kind of cool if your controller acts like a, a light gun but it's probably one I'm going to skip, but you and I have some nostalgia for this game, so I wanted to put it in the notes. Yeah, good way to end it. Uh, as we end the show with our other news, Super Nintendo World is not going to just be in Japan much longer. Nintendo announced today that Super Nintendo World Hollywood is coming next year. 
Oh, so they did say how I didn't I didn't hear that they say it was Hollywood. I, it makes sense. Yeah, I'm surely not getting on a plane as much as I love Nintendo. Not yet. Not yet. We're in a rush. It being Mario Day. I am, can't say I'm shocked, by the way, that we didn't get a trailer for the Mario movie. I wasn't expecting one, but like part of me was like, if there was a day to do it, today's the day. I now fully expect one at E3, by the way. Um, but that's neither here nor there. This is uh exciting because that just means we're one step closer to getting it in florida in probably 2025 i'd imagine um because that's God, something God, it's I will gonna say. cost so much money but it's so cool it looks so, any nintendo if you're not a nintendo fan it's probably not worth the trip of the money but like from the nostalgia alone, you go around with your little wristband and you hit the coin blocks and it goes dang, and you get little points that you accumulate and you like trade in for prizes and like get cool shit I don't know, man. It's just like even the wristband they give you is something I'm going to put in my collection and have for the rest of my life. I'm just, I just love it. Call me a Nintendo bro. I don't care. I, and I have two young girls. Like, this is so cool. We've been planning a trip to Disney and now I can actually want to go for daddy time. Like girls, we're going to Nintendo world again. Fuck that. It's going to be awesome. I'm so pumped. <laughs> and again, this is not for Florida. It's for Hollywood, California. But that just tells me that it's going to be in Florida within the next two years. And that's just very exciting. Got to be. Uh, Sam, take us home with your weekly WADA. Weekly WADA. This was the other game that I got back from my uh, May 29, 2020 shipment from WADA. This is Devil May Cry 3 Dante's Awakening um, for the PlayStation 2. came out in 2005. It came back in a nine eight A plus seal. I was I I was kind of blown away. I was not they. I feel like I haven't gotten too many nine eights these days. I feel like everyone and their sisters get nine A plus pluses. I I got two. I think I had all my submissions. But this one was the prequel to the original Devil May Cry. Uh, this is the first party Y scene with the Sony security li- label. A lot of people consider this. Probably the best one in the franchise. I would say it's probably three or five. Three and five were definitely the most fun to play. Um, I know people do say three was probably the hardest. I don't know. I I still think that first one's the hardest game. I I remember Moon just being a bitch to beat. But I, you know, again, this one was, you know, this the the third one. The game kind of focused on the relationship between Dante and Virgil, and Virgil is very freaking hard. Especially I remember when me and Machi were beating in the was it. I don't know if it was Dante must die. Well, it was, it was like the one above hard and it took me so long to beat him. He was almost impossible. I believe I actually broke a couple paddles if I'm not mistaken, but this is um, definitely one of my favorites. I see that it would, I Jen gave it again, a 9.6 out of 10. I mean, what, what do you guys see? Do you see over here? Metacritic gave it an 84 out of a hundred game informant, nine out of 10. It's you know Capcom again. I hopefully they they don't stop with Devil May Cry. I'm still waiting for six. I still think do I have all the Devil? I no, I have all the PS2s. Uh, Devil May Cry in the series. So now I will have to wait for Wada to open up the floodgates for PlayStation Three and PlayStation Four. And I I assume in PS5. I assume that it'll all be then they're going to be backed up to beyond belief. But um, this is one of my uh, favorite franchises. I'm so glad I got Devil May Cry, the first one, in a 9.6. I believe I have Devil May Cry 2 in a 9.4. And so to get 9.3 and 8, I'm, I'm very happy to get that. I, I will kind of keep this going and hopefully get the rest of them, keep them in the same 9.4 and above just to kind of keep it, you know, keep it, you know, it looking good. So if you haven't played the franchise, definitely go make sure you go check out Devil May Cry. 
That was it. That was it. That was it. Episode 274 in the can. Tons to talk about. Impressions galore. Trailer breakdowns. We brought the heat tonight. Thank you for spending the last hour and 41 minutes with us. We can't wait to do it again next week. So we'll see you then for episode 275. We're the Pinky Four.